we lose perspective of just how much stress we're putting on ourselves in order to figure things out all alone rather than asking for help. In this system, in the way they've made us feel, asking for help feeds into the theory that we don't belong in what we want to do because we don't already know the answer. Hola chicas, I'm Consuelo Crosby, born with both sides of my brain fighting for attention. Structural engineer and creative, mother and mentor, center of any spontaneous fiesta, if I've had my morning latte. I give it all to being a first-generation Peruvian badass chica. So grateful you're here today, wanting to shed that armor, relax into your truth, pick up your salsa step, tune out what's getting to you, and be lifted from goddesses of generations past that taught us to live life large and out loud. Because we're not blending in. Life links. Knowledge you didn't even know you had to be the badass chica you were born to be. Hola, chicas. How's your week going as we soar into the middle of October? Here in San Francisco, it has finally hit summer. Finally got rid of the fog, have the heat rising and the air still. And so we had Fleet Week this past weekend. When the Navy ships come in and the Blue Angels perform, Okay, I know this causes angst for some of the population, but I absolutely love those blue angels. The intelligence and the expertise it takes to fly those planes in those formations and how close they are and how fast they're going, it's crazy. Plus, then you have all the fabulous Navy service members strolling through our Italian neighborhood of North Beach. Oh, and that lets you share good food, good times, I always get a picture with one of the crews. Thanks to all the people that signed up for the newsletter, and they'll be receiving the Amanda Gorman print from her epic poem, The Hill We Climb. I think there may be a couple of spots left if you miss signing up on our website. Besides, who would deny this print if we go over by a few excited members? You can see the print on the link page on the website at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X, not the golfing links one that no one uses. Monday was International Day of the Girl, a day to stop and consider what it's like for young girls in the world, the hardships that they continue to face, and the fabulous future that we're all obligated to create for them. It was a time to reflect on what it was like for us as young girls and what we thought our future could be like because we were still pretty innocent to what the system had in mind for us. So you can see how much effort we should be doing for these young girls so that they don't experience the things we've talked about and especially what we're going to continue talking about today in the imposter syndrome feeling. We are seeing the numbers rise in women and people of color entering into leadership, but that door, I feel, can close really quickly. So let's really work together on this. Let's work really hard to create that world that welcomes young girls to rise into the women they were born to be and rise into leadership. So this system doesn't inhibit any other young girls from living the life they're supposed to have. Last week, we were talking about the tricky tendency of imposter syndrome and how it's creeped into our psyches for a while now without us even realizing it. 
Early on, we were challenged by our childhood friends or teachers on our identity. And this is still occurring today with just outrageous stories that make me think we're still in the 50s. It's a battle between stagnation and power and evolution or the young moving into leadership. The current system is trying to maintain the power by disregarding this change occurring. They're throwing us under the bus in an effort to disregard our identity and the threat they feel from it. So this week we're going to expound on the second part of imposter syndrome, response. Because we don't want to feed life into this. This is our response to the feeling. But first, I want to take a moment to talk about our Hispanic and Latina identity as the Heritage Month of Recognition and Honor is coming to a close this week. The month was filled with celebrations of the individuals and cultures that have empowered our everyday with justice and joy, nourishment of body and soul, generosity, humility, and love of life and family. I hope you took some time to learn about more of the people that are still affecting your current day and offer some gratitude in return. The beauty of the Hispanic and Latin cultures is the natural act of giving without expectation of return. It's just part of our DNA. So when you're in a Hispanic or Latin culture daily, obviously with everyone giving, you're bound to receive gratitude or giving in return. It gets tricky when you're in a culture of consumerism and competition. In that culture, people tend to think only of themselves, their advancement or monetary gain. They judge success by how much they own and what it's worth rather than what they have provided to others. Sacrificing for others at your own expense is seen as a weakness in that culture rather than a sign of strength and profound leadership. This is where the worlds collide. Think about what your world would look like if the leadership in your daily life was more concerned about you, your relationships, and the health of the population affected by the leadership. Someone who is more concerned with your well-being would not be the type to challenge your identity from the start. Someone concerned with your relationships and family would not expect your work to interfere or threaten those relationships. Instead, there would be compassion to succeed in all arenas, where not one would have to be compromised by another. And instead, one would support the other. A happy and secure family would bolster the community, which in turn would bolster business, which in turn would bolster employees and thus begin the cycle all over again. Perfect. And yet, here in the U.S., Latina women across all career and job positions are only now, this week, reaching parity to a non-Hispanic white man's salary of last year. Last year. While a lot of you are excited for Christmas and the end of this year, Latinas are only now reaching the end of last year's pay for the same amount of work hours spent. Sit in that a minute. Think about how ready you are to put a cap on this year and you've got another year's salary almost in the bag. And there are other women still catching up to last year's salary. Ten months 
of extra work just to break even with last year. But we are so done with this system, so ready to create our own and just base it on parity and diversity and justice. You can see why Dolores Huerta just doesn't want to give up. In her lifetime, this must happen. I can't stand seeing another generation of young girls face this. Time to turn on the salsa music and get to work, ladies. The kind of work that's going to benefit us and our generations directly and for the better. So you know by now that I'm a data geek, that I don't speak my opinion without it being based on actual fact and the data to prove it. I guess that's why the structural engineer in me remains happy and excited over the idea. Let's throw out some numbers to clarify the harshness of disparity in Latino wages compared to white non-Hispanic men here in this country across any profession. I know most people see the majority of Latino women in hospitality and childcare professions, but that's not to say there aren't also in other professions such as math and science, nursing, law. Of course they are. They're badass chicas. Don't tune out just because I'm giving you numbers. Listen to these salaries and decide for yourself if you can sit idly in your everyday and be okay with this. According to the U.S. Census Bureau for 2019 wages, so this just came out last year, the wage gap for the highest paid professions for Latinas in comparison with white non-Hispanic men is this. In nursing, Latinas are paid an average of 58000 Non-Hispanic white men salaries, 98000 That's almost double. The Latina nurse is still working today, 10 months into this year, in order to catch the equivalent salary of last year for the white non-Hispanic man. In law, oh, you're going to hate this one. In law? Latina women earn 66000 The white, non-Hispanic man, $157,000. Why? Because they have the system set up that way. But here's a beautiful number. And this makes total sense to me. In occupations that rely on computer science and math, Latinas, 82000 on average. And the white non-Hispanic man, 89,000. Okay, this is the uptick. Latinas should be going into STEM fields on a mad dash. Science, tech, engineering, math. Can you see the huge benefit that would come from Hispanic and Latina leadership in these fields? Can you see the need to increase the presence far beyond the current 2% that's hired by tech companies and older corporations? Another uptick. There are established groups working to increase these numbers already and teach others about the amazing women already in the fields. One of these groups is called Latinas in Tech. You can see their info on our website on the links page. They are a brilliant sisterhood that fully offsets the brohood of Silicon Valley. Their gatherings are filled with enthusiasm and encouragement, spirituality, and the reminder of our power to fight and what we're after and not give up. 
Here's a perfect time to pick up where we left off last week then in talking about imposter syndrome and how we really need to break the past habits formed from the pressures of the system that questioned our identity. We had talked about how early on in our existence, we were challenged for either being a girl or looking different than the players that the systems already had in place. This began the question early on, no matter how badass you were, the seed of questioning our value was planted. So, of course, it makes sense that what grew from that seed, the product of this questioning of our self-worth, was a sprig of hesitancy to ask for help. This is the second component that feeds into the imposter syndrome tendency that the system framed around you. We hesitate asking for help because early on, it would have been an example of you aren't good enough. You don't belong. And if you were good enough, if you did belong, then you would know the answer or know how to do something correctly. A totally inane idea, but one that was used to keep you from rising into success and leadership that would threaten the established system. Think about it. Think about that moment when you innocently declared an answer without worrying if you were right or wrong. And think about what the response was. Probably, regardless of the answer, there was chuckling and finger pointing and you felt the heat in your cheeks rise. Again, depending on our personalities, we can respond in a multitude of ways and the brain tends to yell out, never want to feel like that again. So stay quiet. Of course, the soul could answer right back. Yeah, no, that's on them, not me. But it was a moment when we learned that not knowing the correct answer could put us in the center of other people's bad behavior, of ridicule and shame. It's lousy and wicked. And hopefully, hopefully, either your badass chica side came out or your sisterhood of great women embraced you and carried you on unafraid and strong. Regardless, you landed in the success that you envisioned for yourself. You look around and acknowledge, yep, one of the few. No matter, you know what to do. This is your expertise, and you can always rely on yourself to figure it out, just like all the times that got you to this point from the past. Nothing to worry about. We have brilliant self-reliance, and it's a powerful mechanism that can overcome much of what the world throws at us. But there is still a residual from it, especially after all the decades of using it. We tend to accept that we can only rely on ourselves to figure things out. We tend to have flashbacks to when we didn't have the right answer, and we don't want to experience that again unless we're really up against a wall. So what happens? We lose perspective of just how much stress we're putting on ourselves in order to figure things out all alone rather than asking for help. In this system, in the way they've made us feel, asking for help feeds into the theory that we don't belong in what we want to do because we don't already know the answer. Asking for help may let everyone around you know that you don't know what you're doing. 
I know this is ugly. It's erroneous, but still ugly. We know it's not true. We understand that every moment is a learning situation since we haven't been in it before. I want you to think hard on this. You don't know the answer for tomorrow. It hasn't come here yet. You don't know what's going to be in front of you. But hopefully that doesn't cause you to stop and question about whether you belong in tomorrow. You do. All these years, you've been putting away those acorns of knowledge. You've been stuffing yourselves with information and practicing and doing unknown things. It's what got you here to begin with. I'm sure many of you have changed jobs, changed locations. You had to make new friends. Not knowing the answer is the everyday life. It's natural. Otherwise, it'd be Groundhog Day. And all we had to do is come back to the same day every day and try again and try again and try again. Oh my gosh, woof, that would be the worst. Doing the same thing over and over again because you knew the answer already without learning something new. And if we don't ask for help, even if we feel we should know the answer already, you could get stuck in Groundhog Day. The fear of not wanting to be put in a position where you don't know, where you just do the same thing day after day. So think about yourself right now. How many times did you hold your tongue, stay quiet when you had a question or needed some clarification on something? Instead of taking the moment to pause the system and get information for yourself, clarify the group's intent and expectation, you sat silent. In that silence, the worry began, and that ball of anxiety started to grow. Now, at first, it was just the concern about whether or not you should ask for help. Then it grew into whether or not you could figure it out on your own. Then, whether or not you should have already known and just how far back you have to go to be on equal footing. Stop. Stop. This is a trap that you're setting for yourself. In this moment of self-doubt, you are framing yourself as the imposter. You have created the environment that assumes you have nothing to contribute to the success of the whole. You have an entirely different viewpoint, different life experience, different life links, DNA, soul, all of it that represent a unique population of people that need you to speak up, speak out on their behalf. You have all the pieces that successfully brought you to this point of leadership. You have vision, determination, passion, intellect, fiery spirit. You've practiced for years and you're ready for the main act. So avoid getting on stage in the spotlight and have nothing to say. Engage with the audience that is expecting you to participate, to engage with them and contribute your talent. I know it's not easy. I've been there. This method of interaction, this is expected, needed for the organization or community to thrive and become better for all because of your contribution. 
you may realize that you know something that can be added to the conversation and arrive at a better solution than if you just waited for them to answer. Besides, if the person gives you a hard time or makes you feel inadequate, then that's on them, not you. You were born to be the badass chica that lives true to herself. We need to collaborate across gender, across generations, across heritages, because each segment of diversity adds knowledge that can't be learned without that holder of knowledge speaking out and showing us the way. The act of learning is spherical. We can just learn from each other. Men and women, young and old, experienced and rookie. No one person has the absolute answer or approach on getting there. With so many different ideas and methodologies, a linear way of learning just doesn't make sense. We'd have to go like from here to Mars. It would take forever. We don't have that kind of time. Do you see where Greta makes so much sense right now? With the rapidly evolving knowledge and resources, it will take all three generations working together to create the system that has the answer for us now, all at once. With so much diversity and identity, we can surely support each other to embrace our differences, to not feel like an imposter, and just be the leadership we so desperately need. So let's honor all the Hispanic and Latina women that fought past an even more hostile environment of the past to make our life now so much better. The women who wouldn't take no for an answer or believe that they didn't belong, like Rita Moreno. She stated recently that she had to wear darker makeup all over herself because the directors wanted her to look more native. There was so much makeup, she said, it was like mud. She's turning 90 this year, on December 11th, the day after the new release of West Side Story, and she's in that movie. For the love of all Latinas, can you imagine? I think we should put her and Dolores Huerta together in the same room and see what happens. I think there would be this vortex into the galaxy that we're all really supposed to be in. PBS that's the public broadcasting system, has a new American Masters documentary that came out just last week about Rita Moreno. And it's called, you're going to love this, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It. Do you not want to follow this woman? Are you so grateful she's still alive to tell us what to do? Let's celebrate all the Hispanic and Latin cultures this week and raise a glass to the strength beauty, and justice that has been gifted to us. If you missed the July newsletter with the beverage recipes, you can now find them on the website at the links. That's lnxx.com. And this will give you the Peruvian version of refreshments. We could also add in some agua frescas, caparinas, refreshing sangrias. Yes, all those beautiful beverages that you have regularly are gifted to you from the Latin cultures. We haven't even started on the food, the music, the dancing. There's so much joy and celebration here. I would love to have your ideas and feedback, so contact me through our website, and please take some time to add a review on Apple Podcasts. Step into your truth, ladies. 
Ciao. Really appreciate the time you take to rate and review the podcast. Get the backstory and what you've heard here today and reach out to us at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. Because it's about time, it's about us. Stay in the groove on our social media at Lifelinks and get ready to make your move, ladies. Viva!